Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. Whatever we're going to do, you know, in these few weeks, okay, we're going to look at Christmas from an angle which I believe we have never looked at it before. The reason I say that is because to me this was a new revelation, you know, that I got, and I, I, I've, I've read through the Christmas story so many times. I've gone through this, you know, many times. But when I was going through it this last week, okay, or probably the week before that, this is something that really jumped at my face. I've read it so many times, but this was the first time I actually was looking at that, and I was like, "Man, that is such a tremendous thing, especially in a time and age that we are in today." All right. Um, so before we get, let me just set this up for you. Okay, how many of you um, have ever received a gift in your life? Gift, gift, right? Okay. Um, let me ask this question: How many of you like receiving gifts? If you're not raising up your hands, you're lying. Okay, because anytime, here's what I promise you: anytime somebody brings a gift to you, you smile and you're like, "Wow, you thought of me." I mean, come on, let's be honest. I mean, that's something that you even maybe you may not express it, but that's definitely some thought that you run inside of your mind. Let me just say this, okay? For me, you know, Christmas. Every time I think of Christmas, the word "gift" always comes in my heart. and primarily i mean i don't know maybe it's it has to do with you know my background and the way i grew up okay because let me just tell you the story okay when when i was growing up okay i i did my schooling from right from i was a, like a baby you know till my 12th i was in the gulf all right and i was in bahrain and i remember um my dad you know he was a part of this um, club okay where many of the indians you know would come together and they were a part of this club and every year the club okay every christmas the club would organize a christmas party for the kids okay and i would look forward me and my sister you know we would look forward you know for this uh, christmas party because one of the things that you know the christmas party would do i mean food all that games all that was there but you know there was this guy who would dress up as santa claus you remember that okay there was this guy who would dress up as santa claus and he would be sitting there and he would have like you know boxes that's piled up and that's wrapped up and one of those boxes you would get to take back home and i would be excited to get that because i remember you know i mean again i don't know how you know the state of toys are today okay but back then the toys that we would get from that party were amazing i still have some of those toys you know back at home but because it was good quality stuff it was really good okay and and i remember you know i would take that and my sister would look forward to it and we i would look forward to it so the whole idea of gifts was something you know that would always stuck in my heart and i'm just saying you know i got a gift every year till they decided that you know you've become too old and they told your age group is over you can't come anymore <laughs> you know can i go one more year i mean and and that was something you know that i grew up with and i'm just saying you know for me every time i think of the word christmas every time i think of christmas season the word gift is something that has always stood out for me and i want you to think about this isn't it true that i think that the best christmas gift that god has ever given to you and to me is a gift of his son jesus christ amen okay the best gift that we could ever receive can i tell you this okay more than any of the toys or the material things that you have probably been gifted the best gift that you have ever received in your life i promise you is the gift of his son jesus christ all right so having said that you know again um so having said that you know i i decided that you know these next few weeks you know what are we going to look at we're going to look at a gift all right is that okay can we look at a gift and i want you to think about this gift in a way maybe you've heard of this maybe you have not okay but i want you to look at this gift with fresh eyes especially in the culture that we live today are you ready so here's a series that we're going to look at you know for the next 2 uh, 3 weeks okay leading to christmas i've called the series as the gift of peace all right and today uh, week 1 i've subtitled this as the gift of peace when dealing with problems can we all just read that together is that okay all right in continuous flow okay the gift of peace when dealing with problems uh 
like i said you know this uh, this whole thing came to me you know when i was reading through the gospels and the christmas story okay and let me just you know highlight you know what really stood out for me and how you know that was the key to open up you know to this entire series all right um i i, I um Jesus was born if you remember the whole christmas jesus born story where was he born he was born in a manger all right there were animals around and all of those things are happening the wise men came you know to see him with three different gifts but there's a very specific portion of scripture that's recorded which says that an angel of the lord it appeared before a few shepherds that were outside that place and the angel of the lord he makes an announcement to these shepherds and one of the things that you know he says okay amongst i mean he announces you know the birth of christ to the shepherds and the shepherds are this and it immediately says that the initially there was just one angel but then immediately he was you know a group of angels came together and this is what the group of angels said okay luke chapter 2 verse 14 here's what they said glory to god in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom god is pleased I want you to look at that statement just for a moment. The angels are announcing this. They've announced the birth of Jesus Christ, you know, to the shepherds that are present there. And then, you know, there's a group of there's a host of angels they come together and they make this announcement. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. It's like, you know, the angels are pronouncing a blessing. It's like the angels are saying something, you know, over the people and over guess what? Not just the shepherds, not just a few group of people. They're saying this over the whole world. What are they saying? They're saying glory to God in highest and peace. It's like, you know, they're saying peace on earth to everyone, to everyone who with whom God is pleased. I want you to think about this whole idea of peace. all right the whole idea of peace you know i don't know if you if you're aware of this okay jesus you know many times if you notice every time jesus would greet someone you go through the four gospels you'll find this jesus greeting someone or he's saying farewell he's moving away from somebody you know what he would greet them with he would either say peace be upon you or he would say peace to you or when he's leaving he says you know go with peace he would always either greet them or leave them with the statement of peace be with you why would he do that why would jesus do that i mean if that was not enough okay let me give you another instance okay you remember paul in the new testament how many of you remember paul in the new testament what is paul famous for there's a lot of things that Paul can be famous for but one of the things that really stands out about the apostle Paul is that he's responsible for writing almost they say the 3/4 of the new testament most of the letters that we read you know romans and corinthians and galatians and ephesians most of them are letters that Paul wrote to the churches that were present in these places and do you know i don't know if you noticed this every time Paul would open up a letter how would he greet them Let me let me give you a few examples okay Romans chapter 1 verse 7 he's writing to the church at Rome here's what he says grace to you and peace from God our father and the lord jesus christ He's saying grace to you and peace you know from God our father and the lord jesus he's proclaiming this or he's like saying this over the church at Rome Let me give you another example Galatians the church at Galatia Galatians chapter 1 verse 3 Paul writing grace to you and peace from God the father and our lord Jesus Christ. What 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 is happening? You know Paul in most of his letters even you know sometimes he when he's you know saying farewell at the end of the letter that you read in the Bible you see that man he's he's proclaiming peace over the churches. Jesus did that. The angels did that. Why is this peace so important? You know what I believe, you know even as we go into this month of December, all right? I believe you know at least for us as a church I believe the most one of the gifts I believe God wants to give us this year Christmas this Christmas 2023 NLF Manipal is the gift of peace is the gift of peace I don't know you know if you ever thought about this okay you could have all the money in the world how many of you want more money in your bank accounts there's one two three people who are like dead honest okay four okay i mean isn't it true that you know man we wish man we had little more money because man if i had little more money i could purchase this or i could you know use that money for this reason or you know some of you you know say oh i could have used that money for a lot of good things you know for god and i mean 
I don't know that, but I'm just saying, okay, if you have that desire, we're open. Our bank accounts are open. Our QR codes are right all over the place. Okay, feel free, right? But I'm just saying, you know, isn't it true that, man, maybe we have desired for more money. And maybe, you know, some of us, you know, we've come into a place where we decide a better job. You know, some of you young people, you're writing exams, you're desiring better results. You know, you're hoping and you're, 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 you know, you're thinking that, man, if I have all of these things, wouldn't my life be a lot better? I had a better relationship, you know, maybe with my parents. I had a better relationship, maybe, you know, with, 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 with my spouse or, you know, with my family or with my relatives. And I mean, you know, I'm just saying, you know, the list is endless. But here's the thing that I don't want us to miss. Isn't it true that, man, you can maybe have all the money in the world. You can have all the success that you want in every area of your life. And yet, if you don't have the gift of peace on the inside, all of those things wouldn't matter. You could be, I mean, I'm telling you church, maybe, you know, even this morning, you could be seated right here and you could be putting on a huge smile upon your face, but inside everything seems to be falling apart. Everything seems to be crumbling down. Everything seems to be like, you know, man, you just got it together and you're saying, no, 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 I got this. Everything is fine. Everything is going fine. I, I, I just have to keep moving forward. I just have to keep moving forward. But everything on the inside is falling apart and you're just trying to print, you know, show case to everybody who looks at your life or looks at you saying that, man, they've got it all together. I don't know how they got that. The thing or the ingredient which I believe, you know, many of us, we still want in our lives is the gift of peace. We want some peace in our relation. Think about this. I mean, you could have a great relationship, but if there's no peace inside of you, would you still have a great relationship? All the money in the world cannot buy you the gift of peace. It is something which we need in our daily lives today. I mean, okay, th think about this, okay? Young people, you're giving your exams. How many of you stress out, you know, during your exam season? How many of you are stressing out right now? Okay. You, you get what I'm saying? I mean, man, you got maybe, you know, I, I, I understand some of you have an exam tomorrow, okay? You're here this morning, okay? Wow, okay, I mean, that, that shows your faith, that shows your priority, you know, kudos to you for that. I'm just saying, all right? It takes faith, you know, to come and say that tomorrow I've got, you know, a major, Lord, major, you know, loads of problems ahead, you know, but I'm still here in the presence of God because that's where I want to be. Kudos to that. But I'm just saying, listen, we've got so much of stress going on in this world. That's why I said, you know, I believe this is so relevant for us today's age. Why? Because, man, we're living in an age where anxiety and stress are at peak levels. Is that not true? Okay, one of the most in-demand, you know, um, the degrees that is in-demand is psychology. Is that not true? Why? Because, man, people are looking for somebody to talk to. Man, I'm carrying all this load and I'm carrying all this stress and I'm carrying all of this anxiety. I just wish I could just speak to somebody about this. And I'm telling you, listen, nowhere. You don't have to go anywhere. Manipal, I'm telling you, the, the, the clinics in Manipal are full. Full of people, you know, who are struggling with depression, who are struggling with panic attacks. How many of you have heard of panic attacks? Okay, panic attack is a normal thing now. Because I remember in my time and age, you know, like, what is a panic attack? You never even heard of something like that. But today, it's become a norm. It's become a common thing. Why? Because people are struggling to find something which I believe, you know, God has gifted to us. And that is the gift of peace. You could have everything in your life. You could have everything going right in your life even. But if you don't have peace inside of your heart, I'm telling you, it will stop you from even thinking straight. Isn't that true? I mean, think of your exams. If you have an exam and you're so stressed out by the exam, how many of you have been in, you know, you've, you've studied so much, so much, so much. And, you know, when you went into the exam hall, you just completely drew a blank. Anybody been there, done that? You're like, I was just studying that right now before I enter. Now I don't even remember a word. Hello? You know, let me, let me tell you this. You know what happened with me, okay? I, again, I told you, academics was not my thing, okay? It just was not my thing, okay? I remember... You remember my profession. I want you to keep that in mind when you're hearing the story, all right? I'm a, I'm a dentist, okay? So I'm, I'm, you need to understand, I'm writing my final year exam. I'm studying so that I could become a tooth doctor. Remember that, okay? So I'm, I'm so stressed out, okay? Because uh, the exams are there and there's so much a portion that, you know, has not been covered or I've not finished studying. Sounds familiar? Yeah, okay. I mean, you know, I've not finished that chapter. I know if questions come from this, I'm gone, you know? And that's... All those thoughts are coming in my mind. And I remember getting onto the bus and I'm sitting on the bus and I'm thinking, I've forgotten something. I've forgotten something. 
and then suddenly it hit me you know what i forgot i forgot to brush my teeth and i'm sitting there on the bus and i'm like this is literally my expression i remember it like it happened yesterday true story okay i didn't brush my teeth i can't get off the bus now just keep your mouth closed stay away from everyone don't talk to anyone write your exam come back and then brush your teeth i mean that was the only thing i had and what was i studying for to become a tooth doctor exactly i'm just saying you know when 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 you're stressed out you know you can't think straight there are things that you forget there are things that you draw a blank why because man you're missing something that is so important that is so precious inside of you and that is the peace which will actually help you to even think straight sometimes you can't see things because you know there's a cloud there's a, there's so much of chaos that's happening inside of you you just can't see through the things but if you just had some peace inside you could at least see through what was going peace is something which i believe is one of the most important things that in a generation and a culture today that we really need so two things that i want us to look at today you know very quickly simple message okay but i want to just give these two things so that man when you're going through you know your problems okay like i said you know what's the title of today's message the gift of peace when you're dealing with problems all right it's important i am hoping that you know i'm praying that man when you go back that these two things would always stay in your mind every time you go through a specific problem in your life here's the first thing that i want to address okay the first thing that i where do i find this peace yes i need peace yes you know i'm there's a lot of chaos and a lot of anxiety a lot of problems you know that i'm facing i need peace you know in that but where do i find this peace many times you know what i've noticed okay i've seen this in mangalore and manipal is no short i've seen this happen in manipal as well every time somebody goes through major anxiety major problems major things you know that they're dealing with too much of heavy load that they're carrying do you know what happens you know during this phase this is when normally addictions break out this is when you know people you know the word that you know psychologists properly you know the use you know is the word called escapism they want to run away you know from all of these problems so you know where they go to you'll find you know people are engaging themselves you know in some of the most dangerous things okay pornography and alcoholism and drugs and all of those things they get into that why because man they're trying to deal with a stress that they can't handle anymore and they're trying to get away so that man at least you know i can get away for a while so at least i can you know be peaceful for a certain moment of time and they get into all of these wrong habits and all of these wrong things and and you know let me tell you some other things okay some people you know what i've seen when they're too stressed out you know what they love to do they love to eat you're smiling you look like you know what i'm talking about they just love to eat they overindulge themselves in eating they're like they'll they'll, they'll whatever they'll find they'll just keep grabbing and eating and then you know you will like why are you really hungry that much have you not had no 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 and then you realize okay man they just you know finding ways to deal with the stress that they're having on the inside because they're trying to find some peace ultimately and you know this is this is really bad and i'm telling you church if there's anyone that you know or if you're into this please inform somebody there are people i've known okay when they get too stressed out when they go through their panics you know what they do they take a sharp object and they start cutting themselves i've seen that happen so many times they feel and the explanation they give is like you know that pain will at least you know relieve the stress that you know this because my focus goes there instead of the problems that i have to face serious stuff people can i tell you this church are looking for peace in different different areas of life in different facets of life people are searching for this idea of peace and the question you know that i want to ask you this is like listen where do i find this peace them again you know what i'm going to tell you i don't i wouldn't encourage you to do this okay but uh, one of the guys you know back in our college days you know in the hostel all right um exams are coming in and every exam you know what we noticed this happened in first year and we realized that you know in the next few years you know to come every you know exam time you would not find this guy in the hostel so initial days you know of our exams we used to think okay maybe he's in the library studying okay and then then we figured we contacted a few girls guys would never go to the library i don't know if guys here are good and they go to the library okay but we would stay in the hostel or we would you know do that but girls so we contacted them and we found that this guy is not even in the library and one day you know like we just we just cornered him and we every time we would ask him he would be like 
no no i was just, he will come back only for dinner he'll get out early morning maybe around 7:30 8 o'clock he's out of the hostel and he'll come back like you know around 9 9:30 in the night he's not in the library we no idea where he is and of course back then we didn't have mobile phones so there's no way to contact him you know where he is and he'll come back and we'll ask him where were you no 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 i was just studying i took my books i studying studying and then one day you know we 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 decided you know what we're going to corner him and we're going to ask him where are you you know especially if there's an exam day after if there's exam tomorrow and that's when you're completely missing you're absconding where where do you go and then finally one day we cornered him and you know what he told us where he is he every time an exam would come in he would get so stressed out and he would get so you know panicky the word i can use that he would push himself into a cinema theater and he would go into the theater and he would go there in you know, the morning first day first show he would go in for the afternoon show even if it's the same movie he doesn't care he's like i would have paid you know in advance for all three tickets of that same day even if it's the same movie they're showing on the same screen and he would just sit there from morning to evening watching whatever movies that they're showing there okay and then he would come back because he's feeling hungry come back to the mess and he would have food with us like i said i don't encourage you to do that <laughs> that's not a you know anxiety solving tip don't don't say that i heard this in the church now <laughs> because you know what happened to him his exams would come in you know what happened to him he would fail so don't take it as a tip okay it's not the best thing to do but i want you to think about this whole idea where do i find this peace where do i find this peace i want you to look at a statement which jesus makes okay jesus is talking to his disciples john's gospel chapter 14 verse 27 here's what he says peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives do i give to you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid jesus is making this statement to the disciples and you know what he's saying here peace i leave with you you know what he's saying he's saying listen i'm going to give you a peace did he say that no he didn't say that he didn't say that he didn't say that i'm giving you a peace what did he say come on read it up what did he say he said my peace i give to you jesus was carrying a lot of peace and he's saying listen i don't want you to be disturbed i don't want you to be troubled i'm giving you the peace that i'm carrying inside of me i'm giving this to you i'm leaving this with you and then he goes on to say listen let not your heart be troubled don't don't worry about the problems that is there don't don't be anxious about you know what's going to happen what's not going to happen don't be let your hearts be filled with fear and you know trembling and you know all the chaos that is there he's saying listen i'm giving you my peace i'm giving you my peace period don't be afraid don't be disturbed by the things around you or the problems that you might be facing you know what's interesting about this statement that jesus makes yes he's saying that you know i'm not just giving you a peace i'm giving you i'm giving you my peace jesus had a lot of peace inside of him let me say that again patent patent jesus had a lot of peace inside of him remember this statement because it's very crucial about what i'm going to say what did i just say jesus had a lot of peace where inside of him this is mentioned in john's gospel chapter 14 do you know where john's gospel chapter 14 is don't look at me and say it's in the book of john no it is in the book of john but do you know where john's gospel chapter 14 you know where the context of where this is really happening this discussion he's talking to the disciples here this is during the last supper all right John's gospel chapter 14 15 and 16 records a conversation that Jesus is having with his disciples in that last supper time. John's gospel chapter 17 you read about the prayer that Jesus makes before the Lord God himself. Jesus prays to the Father you know in John's gospel chapter 7 and you know what happens in John's gospel chapter 18? He gets arrested. Here's why this statement is so powerful. Jesus is just moments away from his arrest and going through his crucifixion he knows that he's going to suffer he knows that man there are problems that are waiting for me get this everything that i've known over the last 3 3 and a half years is going to go tumbling down everything around me you know i'm going to be arrested i'm going to be you know put through a lot of suffering the disciples who's been with me for these last 3 3 and a half years they're going to be scattered all around they're not going to be there for me everything that i have known is going to come tumbling down And here Jesus is boldly making the statement, "Hey, 
there's a lot of problems that i'm going to face now in the time after i leave you from this room but still i'm telling you i'm filled with peace on the inside does this make sense this that's why i'm telling you this is a powerful statement you know when we don't realize him we think oh jesus should have peace no 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 listen think about the time when you are about to enter your examination hall young people talk to me how many of you can say that man i'm filled with peace have you ever boldly gone up to your friends and say oh don't worry about the exam my peace i'm giving to you have you ever made that statement to your friends come on church talk to me of course not because you're stressed out as well you're you're probably having a panic attack for yourself right how can you comfort somebody when you yourself you know going amok but you know what he's saying here Jesus is in that exact moment and this is why I'm telling you this is so powerful Jesus in that same moment he's going through I mean man he's going to go to die they're going to scourge him they're going to you know whip him they're going to you know pull you know pellets out from his back you know as they whip his back they're going to you know put you know nails into his hands they're going to place you know a crown of thorns on his head and he's saying here he's seated with his disciples and he's saying you yeah, listen I have peace and my peace I'm giving how is it even possible that man in a moment like that jesus was able to do that you know what we think you know the misconception that we have about this word peace we think that man as long as we don't have problems things will be good oh i wish i didn't have these exams anyone said that any time oh i wish you know i'm sitting here i wish you know man this one moment lord give me one moment in this life where i don't have problems I've come here to give you a very very big disappointment news. Are you ready? You know what Jesus said? Let me let me just read that to you because I don't want you to think that I'm making this up, okay? John's Gospel chapter 16 verse 33. Look at what Jesus says. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. We'll come back to that. And look at what he says. In this world you will have trouble. If you're in the habit of writing down promise verses, I want you to write that down. You know we don't look at this as a promise was you know why because it sounds very negative no jesus you didn't say that i'll i'll just read over i pretend that you never said it right but that's a promise what's the promise in this world you'll have trouble in fact i didn't have the verse up screen okay but matthew 6:33 you know what jesus said each day each day will have its own trouble you know what jesus said jesus saying every day will bring its own trouble don't worry about trouble trouble will chase you it will be there for you for all your life Don't go looking around for trouble trouble will be there it'll come looking for you. Remember you know what Jesus is saying? Don't be disturbed by the trouble that comes in your way. Don't be afraid. Don't don't allow that trouble to take over you. You know what he's saying here? Listen. John 16:33 is what he's saying. In me in me you will have peace. Church, can I tell you, you know, the the, the secret, you know, where 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 you going to find peace? true peace is always found in the presence of god you will not find peace anywhere else you can go into a bar you can go into a pub you can go and end up you know having a relationship if you want thinking that man my relationship will be the answer to all of the problems that i'm carrying no you can get into an addiction you can get into gaming you can you can you name the thing you can get into that and i promise you you will be there you might feel good for a while and when you come out of it you will still be carrying the same anxiety the same stress the same duress that you've been carrying before you went into that particular thing true peace is found in the presence of god that's why jesus said listen i have i have a lot of peace if you want peace you need to come to me you need to come into my presence and i will give you my peace where do i find true peace i will find true peace is found in the presence of god philippians 4 verse 6 7 i mean most of us we know the scripture really well okay paul while writing to the church at philippi here's what he says okay be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made to god you know what paul is saying here listen whatever problems that you have whatever it is you name it take it to god and then you know what happens if you take it to god verse 7 and the peace of god 
which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus if you are clouded by your problems if you are clouded by your anxiety and stress and every load that you have been carrying if you are able to come and take those things and bring it into the presence of God guess what's going to happen there is going to be a transfer that takes place he is going to take the peace that he has and he's going to give it to you and you will find that true peace like you've never found it before true peace is found in the presence of god let me let me tell you the story okay this is this is you know i've i've never heard a testimony like this ever before or after even to this day all right this this happened um, this is way back you know when i was in my college days way back in mangalore you know we had this prayer group that was going on and uh, he was not a part of our church but he was um, a worship leader okay and uh, mbbs all right he was mbbs he was you know we were all moving into our final year during that time and we used to have this prayer we would pray for each other all of those things were happening and i remember you know like uh, exams got over we went home we came back with the results and we were all doing our internship when we having this prayer he was not there during that one of those prayer meetings and his friend his batchmate is the one who shared this testimony with us and it blew my mind okay they said you know what he told me told us you know in that group that day was this boy all right um it was just like one week before the exam all right picture me with this okay stay with me this is one week before his exam all right and he's also been studying with the others and everything and then just one day before his exam he has his guitar he picks up his guitar and he's playing you know worship music and he's worshiping god in his room his friends thought that he had flipped his friends thought that man he'd gone crazy okay and so he went and asked him what are you doing man have you lost it are you out of your mind what are you doing you know taking your guitar shouldn't you be studying i mean tomorrow is our exam and tomorrow is our final exam and man you know we're moving into internship after this time and you know the response that he gave to his friend who came in he said listen i've done what i can do the remaining thing i'm just leaving it to god and i'm going to take this time to worship him before the exam and here you know i mean hostel scenario you know what it's like right in the exam time hostel scenario people are sitting upside down their sleepless nights everything is going on helter skelter on the other side and this our man is like strumming his guitar and he's singing worship songs to the lord people are like he's lost it just leave him alone forget it you know if we look at him we will have anxiety will go up to another level forget it let's just leave him alone and they left him alone and everybody in his batch here's the testimony you know that they said everybody in his batch thought that man he's not going to make it he's going to fail his exam that's why he lost it and he's taking his guitar he's like there's no point studying maybe that's the reason why he was doing it but when the results came it shocked everyone when they saw the results this boy not only had passed his all of his papers he topped his class not only did he top his class he topped his university I didn't make this up it's a true story. But here's what I want us to get from that story. This boy had come to a place where he realized listen I want to have some peace. You know I've heard of young people who run away into their homes you know before the before the exams you know and I say why don't you stay in the hostel oh if I stay in the hostel my BP will go up like this. Because I see everybody studying and I am not able to study the way this you know what I'm talking about. And here's this boy when everybody was anxious and everybody was stressed out and they were like trying to figure out man what are we going to do here's this boy who decides to go get into the presence of god and starts worshiping the lord you know in the presence of god even though there was you know a big exam the next day and say that listen i'm going to take all of my stress all of my anxiety i'm going to give it to the lord can i tell you this church true peace is found in the presence of god you will not find it anywhere else you can be with a group of friends and i'm telling you listen you will not find peace you might enjoy the conversation that you have for a while but over after the conversation is over when you go back to your room and you're all by yourself i promise you that anxiety will come and hit you like it's never hit before you will only find true peace in the presence of god so where do you find peace you find peace in the presence of god here's point number 2 which i want you to look at how do you access this peace You might be thinking you you access it in the presence of God right yeah right but how do you access it 
okay what do i mean by access okay yeah, you find peace in the presence of god okay but how do you come into a place where you access it i want you to picture that i want to access it i want to reach out to it i want to make sure that peace is inside my heart and not anywhere else let me let me tell you what happened okay a uh, couple of years ago uh there was this ministry leader okay and um, you know we we both were you know in the youth ministry all of that and there was this issue that had come up with one of the youth all right and and this ministry leader uh knew about the issue and he was responsible for that issue okay so he was supposed to be talking to the youth regarding that issue but then you know we had this prayer meet and before the prayer meet you know he comes a little early and he sits with me and he says listen danny you you are the youth in charge you are the overall youth leader so i think you should be the one who's addressing this issue with this youth and i told him no as listen you know the issue what has happened you know exactly what's going on it's your responsibility so i think you should be the one who's speaking and he's like i don't think i have it in me to talk to that person and he's you know we're having this conversation and we're just about to start a prayer meet all right and i said no i'm not doing it and then we go into the prayer the prayer would have lasted by around maybe 1 hour 1 and a half hours okay and as soon and he's sitting right next to me okay so picture this the prayer is over the leader says okay amen and as soon as the prayer is over the, he's sitting right next to me he looks at me and he says danny would you please talk to that person i mean i just spent 10 minutes you know before the prayer which was one one and a half hours long telling this person that it's you are responsible to talk to this person one one and a half hours we are in the presence of god we are praying we prayed for various things there and as soon as the prayer is over he looks at me and he says the same thing what can you can you talk to this person you know what's the first thing that ran in my mind i'm like did you even pray i mean what did you do in this one one and a half hours that we were in the presence of god did you even pray i mean this thing was in your mind all this time and as soon as the prayer is over you know we are back at i already told you no and we are back at this thing again here's what i want us to understand you know when what what happened you can come into the presence of god and you can you know say that listen lord i have all these problems you can come into the presence of god with your problems and you can leave the same way without having anything taken place it's true not just you know when in your personal time you could come here on a sunday morning you could hear a great worship service you could sing great songs and you could hear a great word all of those things can happen but i'm telling you you can just come in and leave just like that without having any change any transformation nothing you would have received you know in that particular morning This is why I'm saying listen true peace yes it's found in the presence of God but one of the things that we need to do is we need to learn to access it we need to learn to grab it we need to learn to say that listen I know that peace is there in your presence Lord your word says that the peace that surpasses all understanding I want that peace for myself you have to come into a place where you're willing to grab it and access it for yourself so how do you do that Uh, let me let me show you you know something that Isaiah you know the prophet here's what he says okay Isaiah chapter 26 verse 1 to 4 In that day everyone in the land of Judah will sing the song our city is strong we are surrounded by walls of God's salvation open the gates to all who are righteous allow the faithful to enter verse 3 you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you verse 4 trust in the Lord always for the Lord God is the eternal rock Isaiah let me give you a little context okay Isaiah is talking you know he's speaking a word of prophecy over the people of Israel the people of Israel are in captivity so i want you to understand the 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 the, the scenario or the mindset of all those people in that place they're filled with fear they're filled with anxiety they're filled with a lot of stress about what is going to happen what could possibly happen we are in captivity you know this enemy has captured us and Isaiah you know he steps up in that occasion and he speaks a prophetic word over the people and you know what he says a day is coming He's saying listen a day is coming in that day everyone in the land of Judah he's saying listen there's a day coming when the people of God are going to worship him in spirit and in truth He's saying listen there's a day that's coming when people are going to worship and that's a day that you should look forward to but look at look at what he says verse 3 He's saying God you will keep in what peace in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you You know what he's saying listen you will keep in perfect peace what's perfect peace he keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you this is this is very important the word peace here in the original hebrew language old testament hebrew language 
is the word which probably many of you are familiar with is the word shalom any of you heard this word shalom okay it's the word shalom what does the word shalom mean all right the word shalom means wholeness completeness fullness of peace you know what he's saying listen i'm going to give you a peace i'm going to give you a peace man that is so full it's not like half it's not like you know middle or it's not like you know fill 3/4 it's it's filled to the brim i'm going to give that peace to you and that peace is good enough because man when you go into any problem that you're facing when you go into anything you will be filled so much overflowing with that peace that man when you step into any problem those problems will not shake you to the ground nothing will be able to shake you where you are because man inside of you you're filled with so much of peace now you know what's another interesting thing can you come back to that scripture that verse it says here okay you will keep in what peace perfect peace do you know what's interesting about this okay perfect peace when you read up the hebrew when please go back and read up the hebrew if you have a hebrew translator okay perfect peace okay peace means what shalom do you know what perfect means here shalom you know it's it's literally you know when when i when i when i read that hebrew translation i'm like you know so it's literally reading you know you will keep in you will keep in shalom shalom all those who trust in you all those whose thoughts are fixed on you he's repeating the word two times and somehow you know the translators decided that you can't use you know he will keep you in peace peace all the time so we'll give it perfect peace you know it's like they will be able to understand it better i think that's the reason they put it as perfect but it, the word literal translation is shalom shalom and you know what i believe spiritually you know what i believe god was trying to tell us that i will give you a double portion of my peace every time you're going through a problem every time you're going through something that you feel you can't understand that you can't you know grab on i'm going to give you a double portion not just one portion i'm going to give you a double portion of my peace in every situation that you feel you cannot handle so you can you know but here's the thing that i don't want us to miss how do you access this peace look at the thing that's mentioned there you will keep god will give you shalom shalom god will give you perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you that's the key that's the key you could be sitting here this morning and your mind could be somewhere else anyone whose mind is not here can you raise up your hands i did that once and people were still you could be i mean think about it you enter a classroom is your class is your mind full time in the classroom your minds are wandering off isn't it your minds have gone in all the places okay and you're thinking like what will i do after this class oh, so boring oh it's this you you think of all the things that you want right I know what he's saying and this is what I want us to understand. This is the same thing that happens when you come into the presence of God. You could come into the presence of God. You say God, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. And you would come out the same way. Why? Because your mind is not there. Your mind is completely wandering off. Your mind is completely distracted. Your mind is in some other place. Physically you're there, but mentally you've disconnected yourself from that place. And you know what he's saying here? Listen, you will keep in perfect peace. How? when your minds when your thoughts are completely fixed on you now can i take it a little deeper is that okay okay the word fixed okay the word fixed here whose thoughts are fixed on you fixed is a powerful word you know what the original translation of this word i know you love it when i give you greek hebrew words right you ready for the hebrew word of fixed here all right can you put that next word fixed okay it uh, I know we can read it as kamak but the original the way you read it is samak okay it's not kamak but the spelling is c okay so samak means to lean on completely to fully rest oneself can you go back to the scripture the old the the previous verse i want you to read this okay whose thoughts are leaning on to you can you see that they leaning on to you whose thoughts are whose thoughts are to fully rest oneself you're fully resting on this person sagar can you come up please 
you're heftier than me i think this is my good friend sagar okay he's strong right you can see his biceps picture this okay sagar your god okay so i want you to imagine that sagar imagine imagine okay sagar is god when i get into the presence of god you know what i do i have my problems but i'm going to support me again i'm going to lean my thoughts onto him i'm going to fix my thoughts onto him am i okay am i too heavy i am heavy i am but i'm going to fix myself onto I'm going to fix myself on to God. What does it mean that man I'm going to lean on to God? What does it mean that man you know that I'm going to completely hold myself on to God and not my problem. Like I said earlier listen, you could do two things. I'm telling you there's only two things you can do when you come into the presence of God. You know what that is? You can come into the presence of God the way that you are and leave exactly. You can just come in, "Hi God, thank you God, thank you everything." And you can just walk out. And you could still be carrying your problems. or you could get into the presence of god and say god i love you god i love you lord i just love you so much lord oh here comes a problem you haven't finished your studies he says i can do all things through christ who strengthens me you have so many problems that is there says when i'm leaning on to him he will give me the peace that surpasses all understanding go away can you see the picture that isaiah is painting here you got to learn to lean your thoughts on to god and what does it mean to lean your thoughts on to god you go not just on focusing on your problems you go focusing on the promises that god has given to you in his word you don't focus on the problems you focuses on the promises saga thank you very much can you put your hands together for saga it's important for us to say listen the reason i did that is because i want to leave you with a mental image of what it looks like to really fix your thoughts on to the god this is why i'm telling you listen okay this is why it's so important you know to for, for us to understand listen what happens on the inside of our mind is so 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 important for us to recognize because what you think up here your problems does not start outside you know where your problems start your problems start up here your problems start up here a psychologist will tell you that and again i know we have psychologists in our midst okay i don't mean to this okay i'm a huge believer in counseling i'm a huge believer in psychology and all of those things okay but here's what i know most of what they do and most of the things that they learn are things that truths that are taken out from the bible it is okay do not focus on your problems but focus on good things you know what they call it in psychology they call it positive thinking have you heard that do you know where that came from you want to see that where it came from it came from here it came from what isaiah said listen don't focus on the problems but focus on the thoughts of god focus on the promises that god gives to you let me let me tell you what paul writes okay paul writes this in the book of philippians chapter 4 verse 8 9 look at what he says fix your thoughts what does the word fix mean you're leaning you're leaning fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable think about all the things that are excellent and worthy of praise verse 9 powerful verse then what then what the god of peace shall be with you if you're willing to lean yourself your thoughts your minds everything that is running in your mind if you're willing to put that on to the lord When you take up his promises even though a problem comes your way you know you're saying that no that's that might be a problem but God's word tells me that this is the way to overcome I'm more than a conqueror I don't have any problems that I cannot conquer why because God has already conquered the world Jesus said I've already conquered the world There's nothing in this world that can shake me up there's nothing in this world that has caught my god by surprise my god is a good god and the more I keep leaning my thoughts on to him guess what's going to happen It's not that your problems will go away but you will be in perfect peace and you will be able to think straight and you will be able to think with clarity and you will be able to move in a way that God wants you to. 
Can I tell you, church, true peace is found in the presence of God. True peace is found in the presence of God. Nothing, absolutely nothing can separate you from that love and that peace. Romans, you know, 8, 39, 38 to 39, he says, you know, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present or any things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want you to think about this and I want, you know, the modernization of this verse. You ready for the modernization of this verse? Okay. Depression cannot separate me from the love of God. Panic attacks cannot separate me from the love of God. You know, negative thinking will not separate me from the love of God. Nothing on this earth, no demonic forces, no bondage, nothing can separate me from the love of God. When I get into his presence, I'm able to access it. You know, the peace that he has in store for me. Why? Because my thoughts are fixed on his word. And church, can I tell you this? I've told you this so many times. Every time, you know, you've sat with me personally, I've make sure I always leave this with you. How many chapters do I keep telling you to read every single day? Five chapters. This is why God's word is so important because I'm telling you, church, if you don't have God's word inside you, the problems will just take over you. If you don't have God's word inside of you, the problems will take over you. The problems will drain your focus onto it. And you will not be able to think clearly or, you know, act clearly. And you'll find yourself drowning in a situation without hope. And you will be in a place of hopelessness. True peace is found in the presence of God. And when you are able to fix, when you are able to lean your thoughts on to God, you know what happens? He gives you. You are able to access the peace that is there in you. I'm telling you, listen, God's word is a solution to every problem in this world. Every problem. And many times when you hear negative things or when you are going through a situation, I'm telling you, listen, take God's word. Speak that word over that situation. Speak that word over, you know, the things that you're going through. And I promise you, it may not happen immediately, but I promise you in a period of time, you will see changes taking place. I want to close, you know, with a personal story. Some of you know the story very well. We got married, you know, in the year 2007. We got married, you know, in the year 2007, okay, and our first son, you know, John, he was born in the year 2014. So there was a seven-year gap, you know, that took place, you know, from the year that we were married to the time that we had our first born. And many people, you know, the first two, three years, you know, many people are asking, are you planning, are you this? And I said, we are not planning, it's just not happening. And we went through, you know, that whole process. In 2010, you know, we went and met a infertility doctor. And you know what the doctor said? The doctor told us, you know, why don't you test both of yourselves? And the test reports came out, said that, you know, I had a problem. Okay, she had a problem. And the doctor said, we'll try out a few medicines. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I'm telling you, church, the amount of discouragement, the amount of, you know, feeling of, you know, hopelessness that we went through. Because we were hearing stories of people who just got married and, you know, in nine months they had a baby. And here, you know, we've been waiting and we've been worshipping a true God and all of those things. You know, there were relatives who would ask us, man, you're the ones who say that you have a living God. Where's your living God now? And we had no answer. We had nothing. And the only thing, you know, that we could hold on to was the word, the promise that God had given to us. And you know what one of the promises that he gives? Can you put up that last verse? Psalms chapter 127, verse 3 to 5. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has a quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. I'm telling you, church, the number of times that we have gone back to this word. We had the report in one hand and we had God's word on the other. And we said that, you know what? I know this is a problem for us. I know that man, it looks like we cannot conceive. I know that man, there's, in all probability, science says that it's impossible. But God's word says what? God's word says that children are an inheritance. Children is a promise. Children is someone that God has promised, you know, for his people. And Lord, if your word says this, I don't care what the reports say to me anymore. I said that statement over and over again. I'll not forget, you know, when, when, when we received that report and we're sitting outside the doctor's office and I'm looking at the report and I told her, listen, I don't want you to throw this paper ever because the day is coming when I will hold this report in one hand and I will hold my baby of what God gave me, you know, in the time.
This was four years before he was born. Today, we have three boys. And I'm telling you, church, it does not matter how impossible your problem seems. And you're losing your peace and you have so much of anxiety and you have so much of panic that you're going through and you're thinking about the tomorrow and you're worried about all the things that may happen, may not happen. Fear has consumed you. Panic has consumed you. Anxiety has consumed you. If you would take this promises of God and put it over every one of those situations, you know what you're really doing? God will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. He will give you shalom, shalom. Can we look to the Lord in prayer? Every eye closed. And can we all just stand up in the presence of God right now? Maybe this morning, I don't know what you're carrying this morning. Maybe you've come into this place with a heavy heart. Maybe there are things that you're carrying that you know that, man, there is no way, you know, that I can wade through this problem. Maybe you're thinking, you know, that, that I just can't think straight. I, 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 I've come to a place where I've completely blank. I need the shalom, shalom. I need that double portion. I need that perfect peace. I need the peace of God to come into my heart. And church, this morning, if that is you, the key is simple. Would you learn to lean on to Him where you're at? All the thoughts of all the problems that you have, would you learn to fix your thoughts Unto Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Some of us this morning, we're still not sure. We're still thinking, will this work? Because I have searched for peace in so many different places. Some of you have gone into different, different places looking for true peace. Some of you have gone into various relationships. Some of you have gone into different addictions, trying to figure out how am I going to be peaceful with all the problems that is there around me. Church, this morning, if that is you, can you come back into the presence of God and say, Lord, I know that true peace is found in your presence and I want to fix all of my problems onto you so that I can get the peace that comes from your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Father, even as we are in your presence this morning, Lord, Lord, I want to thank you, Father, once again for enabling us to listen to your word this morning, Lord. Lord, we know, Lord Father, Lord, in a culture and in an age, Lord Father, where anxiety, panic attacks has become a normal thing, Lord. Father, we know that this peace is a gift that you have given to us, Lord. Lord, only you can give us that true peace, Lord Father. Only you can, Lord Father, Lord, help us to have peace, Lord Father, in all the troubles and anxieties that might be there in our lives. And this morning, Lord Father, just like you showed us the key, Lord, Help us to fix our thoughts onto you, Lord. Every time a problem comes, Lord, Father, Lord, help us not to go and try to solve that problem or try to do something about that problem, but help us, Lord, to get into your word and speak your word over our problems in the name of Jesus, Lord. Because, Lord, we know, Lord, Father, Lord, Lord, true peace comes, Lord, Father, when we are able to fix our thoughts onto you, Lord. True peace comes, Lord, Father, when we are able to fix our thoughts onto you, Lord. And I pray, Holy Spirit, this morning, if there's anyone who's struggling with anxiety, who's anyone who's struggling with depression, who's anyone who's struggling, Lord, Father, Lord, with loneliness and any of those negative thoughts, Lord. I pray and bind those thoughts right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, Father. I pray and bind those thoughts right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. Lord, help them to fix their thoughts onto you, Lord, that they are loved by you, Lord. Lord, that you're a good God, Lord, Father, Lord, that you have not forsaken them, Lord, Father, Lord, that you are ready to give them the strength that they need, Lord, Father, Lord, to go through these situations that is there, Lord, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would strengthen and comfort them right now in the name of Jesus, Lord Father. Lord, once again, we thank you for this time, Lord. Thank you, Lord, even as we move out from this place, Lord. I pray and ask, Lord, that your presence would go before us, Lord Father, Lord. Help us, Lord, to continue to fix our thoughts on you and not on our problems, not on the things that we are struggling with, Lord Father. I thank you, Lord. I want to surrender everything into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amen. Receive the benediction. May the love of God our Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of us now and forevermore. Amen. That really spoke to me. And I pray that it spoke to you as well. I want you to remember this. It doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at. Our Heavenly Father is always with you. I want to say this. If you need prayer or you want to reach out to us, send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again. And I'm really hoping to see you next week.